Welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Faces, issue 26, Reckoning. On the cover, Faye stands in a doorway that takes up most of the page. Her back is to the reader. We can see her flail grasp in her full demon-clawed right hand. Over her shoulder, we can see the top of the lighthouse and Moon Harbor in the distance. Standing at the guardrail is Mary Louise Rogers, looking at Faye with a slight grin. We turn the page and our story begins. So we turn the page and we see the news reporter that we saw like the glimpse of earlier. We see her standing a fair distance away from the whole situation with the demons. And we hear, I'm Rashida Amar and I'm reporting in with demon incursions across the city. We have some footage that shows a Someone wanted for questioning by Saber might be connected to this. And then they play the footage of Faye in demon form, just slaughtering that guy. And then we're going to cut back to Faye in that same scene. And we just saw the glass like shatter outward, right? There was like a blast of energy from inside. Yes. Can we say that knocked the guards at least down? Yeah, absolutely. And we see them starting to come to their feet. And one of them, a distance off, their face is uh, starting to become that indistinct shape. What do you do? I'm going to turn to all of them. And they're like pews in this place, right? Yes. I'm just going to like lift my hands and just like bring the pews up and just start like making a box around them and just trapping them inside this pew. Like this like wall of pews, just like essentially putting them in a box and not letting them move. Are you trying to hurt them with this or just hold them in place? I'm just holding them in place. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll to unleash your powers. Um, I think I'm going to use overcharge and just spend my last two burn to unleash my powers at a 10 plus. All right. Uh, tell me what those panels look like. I turn and lift my hands up and all of the pews just lift and just start slamming into place. And we see a bunch of them like kind of scatter and try to move and another pew lands in front of them and essentially just like log cabins them in there, just like piling on top of no gaps in there the way it's piled on. And it's just like piled like from floor to about nine feet tall of just like walls of these pews. Excellent. I'm going to add that the pews are like solid marble. In a couple of these panels, we see the guards like firing their guns off and like bullets not penetrating through. And then we get Faye turning to look at the one remaining, and it obviously has Mary Louise Rogers' face at this point. And she just smiles at you as you've grown very strong, Faye. I'm proud of you. Fuck you and die. And I just want to toss my hand out and just telekinetically just throw this person across the room. Probably enough to break their like spine on the wall across from them. Cool. It happens. I don't have to unleash powers or directly engage. No, no, that just happens. And then I think I like go over to the stairs and I actually like, start walking up the stairs. I'm not flying up. I am walking up. Okay. We get the panel of you. Uh, coming up into like the first floored level of the lighthouse. There's two guards standing there. They immediately turn, pointing guns at you. And standing between them is HR. He 
looks a little different. He's missing his left hand. He also seems taller, maybe like almost a full six inches taller, which is a little unnerving because of how tall he already was. And his chest appears very sunken under his uh, dress shirt. Another big difference is that uh, his right eye is very clearly Supai's eye. He turns as like you break up through, and you hear a rattling as he turns, and he, he breaks into just the biggest grin. Oh, oh, Faye, I've been waiting for this. What do you do? I pull the flail off the belt, and I just hold it in my right hand, and I'm like, me too. Shall we? And as you say that, there's a chain whipping towards your face. What do you do? I want to take my flail and knock the chain aside. And then I want to mark a doom sign to use bolstered. Mark your doom track to use an adult move one time. What are you planning on using with that? I'm going to use wield your powers. My plan is to, when you wield your powers with precision or grace, roll plus freak. I want to essentially use my powers to turn his eyes into stained glass and then shatter them inside his head. Okay, cool. Do I have to do anything to knock the chain aside or can I just do that? I'm going to include that in the wielding your powers. Great. Uh, I'm going to roll plus freak. That's a 12. And on a 10 plus, choose two. Damn. I'm going to neutralize an opponent or threat, at least for now. Obviously, neutralizing HR immediately. In that, he will no longer be able to see. So when he's like whipping chains around, I'm just going to leave. And I think I want to take hold of something vulnerable to me. I think I want to pull the other chain from his arm. I don't think that is vulnerable to you. I cannot explain why yet, but I do not think that is vulnerable to you. Okay. Neutralize an opponent or threat, at least for now. Create something useful for my environment. Any ideas? If you can't think of anything for the other two, you can just take the one. It's still going to get you past him if you don't want to deal with him. I want to create something useful for my environment. As I knock the chain aside, I want the chain to recoil and hit one of the guards and just knock one of the guards down the stairs next to me. Oh, I think if you want, he can just in his rage kill both of them. Great. Does that work for you? Uh, then I'll call that creating something useful okay. for my environment. Yeah, so shatter his eyes and... Okay, let me, let me give this in a full frame. I'm going to neutralize an opponent or threat, at least for now, by shattering his eyes. And then because his eyes are gone, I want to create something useful for my environment by having him, in his rage, like whip them uh, both and probably kill both the guards. Uh, give me what the first bit of it looks like. His chain is coming towards my face, and like it's like an inch or two away. And I don't flinch, and the flail comes up and just knocks the chain aside. And then I point two fingers forward directly into his eyes. And I say, that doesn't belong to you. And then I like twist the two fingers ever so slightly, and we see a close-up on his mask, like the mask area of his face. His eyes turn into stained glass that match my wings, and then they both shatter. And I think, content warning, I think his eyes like start gushing like black blood out of his face. He leaps backwards, or at least the top half of him does, 
it jumps back across the room a good six feet and he becomes like almost a snake-like creature connected down the spine by this chain that runs up and then out the arm he starts wildly swinging it around whipping around the room killing the two guards while he does and you said you did you want to sneak past or just uh, run past i think i want to like I don't trust that he's not going to come up the stairs behind me. I'm going to go up the stairs further to head up to see Mary Louise Rogers. Yeah, that's my plan. I'm going to head up the stairs towards uh, Mary Louise Rogers and just like, but I'm going to fly this time. Ooh, actually first. First, I'm going to just telekinetically knock a bunch of shit over in the room to make as much noise as possible. Then I'm going to fly up the stairs. Oh, excellent. I think we get several panels of him like wildly swinging this chain, slicing through. Um things near every noise you create just bellowing the whole time and from there we turn the page and our next panel is back on the battlefield it's uh supai a distance behind hope laying on the ground in the street just screaming in pain and carl go ahead and uh you're rolling this into the angler whale go ahead and roll directly engage because i think this is when it hits Cool. Um, these things can't be terrified or scared or anything, right? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to figure out if I want to do it with burn powers or not. Yeah, I'm going to charge my burn. Why not make it even more epic on the panel? Okay, go ahead and roll to charge your burn. Um, roll plus conditions. So two. Does hope burst into flame when you charge? Um, you'll see. Okay, God. Okay, so that's a ten on a on a hit hole three burn. Yeah, that's it. So I I have three burn. Okay. So I think the way that looks is that um, so at this point, hope is still translucent blue, and then um, hope picks up the big dung ball, and then from the dung ball. Um, all these little seeds start sprouting, and then the entire dung ball turns into um, all plant material. And Hope um, hurls the plant ball at the whale. Then I have to roll for a reality storm, I guess. Okay. Are you spending the extra burn to not cause collateral damage? Or... Please, 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 please. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, gonna sp- I'm going to... Uh, Spends to uh, not cause any more any more collateral damage. <laughs> a quiet thank you from the human in the thing's mouth. All right, that's a nine. So that's a nine. Yeah. So that means I get to pick one. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to create use this to create an opportunity for uh, Brian, who is inside the angler whale. Okay. Excellent. So Hope picks up the uh, the blue ball and it turns into this uh, forest of plants and uh, smashes it on the whale and it just um, immobilizes the whale, creating an opportunity for uh, Brian to do something. Uh, I have some panels for that in a moment. And I think as uh, we see that, we see just every one of the small demons in the area start to pile onto Hope and Hope's getting smaller and smaller as they just like compress uh hope and then we're going to cut inside the whale 
it screams as it gets hit. And down its throat, Brian, you see a glowing, beating, like shriveled heart. Like it's a clear shot with its with its screaming throat wide open. What do you want to do? Fuck that. I'm going to the brain. All right. And I love for that thing to just be there, just clearly in the panel. Obviously, it's weak point. No, we're going to the brain. Awesome. What do you do? Hmm. You know, warm air lifts. I am going to pull out my fire sword and bullshit science speak and uh, float up its sinuses or whatever. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I think you, we, yeah, I think you can probably just crawl through its nasal passages. This thing's disgusting. I'll give you that. You see me cutting through things like vines, like I have a machete. Phenomenal. And then we uh, get you coming out into like a dark chamber with a just foul smelling brain. Okay. Man, this is certainly not the kind of thing I expected I'd be trying this on first. But uh, all the key features seem similar enough. I'm going to spend one of my hold, and I'm going to try to take control of its brain. What does that device look like? So uh, I hold up an arm to the uh, tissue of the brain, and um, a whole bunch of electrodes come out and stab it in various places. Awesome. Roll to unleash your powers. That's not going to be good. Ten! That is a ten. All right. With zero practice, I definitely take control of its brain. <laughs> I think we get a panel of like this electricity zapping through, and our next panel's outside. And the angler shark like turns down to look down at uh, everything on the ground. And Brian, what do you say through the angler shark? Hey, about time you got here, anagram. And I think we get a panel where all of the demons on the street have just utterly frozen. All of them are looking up at this whale, not moving whatsoever. Ryder, Carl, you two are still on the ground. Um, Supai is crumpled over in pain on the street behind you. What are y'all doing? Anagram is just openly gawking at this whale. I want a panel of Ryder. Like, like he sees, he saw the fist and he's got his eyes closed. Uh, so you're seeing under the mask. And then he opens one eye and he's like, uh, what? And then I guess he shows a panel outside where the fist just stopped in front of Ryder's face. Yeah, the demon's <laughs> just like staring up at the uh, whale unmoving. He just moves the fist out of the way, looks up at the whale and goes, Asimov? And I think that's the entirety of Ryder's contribution to this at this point in time. <laughs> Supai stumbles to their feet and goes, Ryder, Ryder. And when you turn to look, there's um, a bit of blood trickling out of their missing eye socket. And they go, I, I think face in trouble. HR had my eye and I just felt it explode. I can see that. Uh, do you know where Faye was at? I have no idea. 
I think um, some demons fly around and Carl st- steps out from under the demonage and, uh, and goes, wait, Faye's in trouble? Yeah, I can't think of anyone else that could do that to HR. I could find her. I think at this point, as the demon threat's kind of been handled, as Asimov's in the flying whale thing. Yeah, I think in the background of these panels, we've gotten like the whale flying around a bit, and the demons like every once in a while like take a couple steps towards it and just stare at it. I think Ryder wants to look at, at Carl and be like, um, motorcycle? We gotta get there. I can call I can call on my computer and see if we can track her location. Do you want to talk to her first? I can plug us in directly into her mind. Can we do that on the way? Um, sure. But then it's only us that can talk to her. Ryder is going to... Ryder wants to actually just reach out, punch the demon that's got his fist next to him, punch it, punch it to the ground, just... just and then look at, look at Carl and go, okay, if you need to call her, call her. I'm going to clean up some of this mess. And when you punch it, it dissolves into that dust. Awesome. Seeing this anagram starts destroying these things as well. Okay, everybody, grab my hand, quick. Supai? You like a hand? Uh, I guess. Pick one. There's thousands of them. I think before Ryder grabs uh, Carl's hand, hand, one of the hands, however many hands he's got at this point in time, um, he's going to look at Anagram and be like, no, no, they've got it. They've got this. Okay. Anagram looks at you and goes, I don't know if it's your girl doing this, but if it is, you need to stop her. That's what Saber thinks. Oh, hey, Anagram's here. Hi, Anagram. I was a bear. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And she looks back at Felix. Is it her? Because we got footage of her turning into a demon and killing people. It wasn't her. This was not her. We'll get to the bottom of who it was, but this was not her. Right now, she's in danger. So, I think you've got this mess. I believe you. Saber won't. I'll slow him down as much as I can. Don't make her regret this, okay? I can't see this part. Ryder just kind of sighs and goes, I hope I don't make me regret this either. And he turns around and grabs Carl's hand. So we get the panel of like Ryder and Carl and Supai very reluctantly grabbing hands. And we turn the page and we see Faye standing at a door, like up dividing the next level of this uh, lighthouse. And Faye turns and opens the door and steps through. And the next panel steps out into Carl's mind sanctuary. I turn to Carl. I'm like, Carl, not now. And we look down and there's blood on my hands from where I like snapped that guy's neck earlier. And who is standing behind Carl to be Ryder Uh, and Supai? I think Mm -hmm. Ryder and Supai, right? Yeah. Hello, we're here to help. Faye, Saber thinks you caused this. Didn't I? At some level, isn't this my fault? No. No, (laughs) it's not your fault. This is Mary Louise's fault. And I'm standing inside the room with her, and she will die 
now. So get out of my goddamn head. The same voice bubbles we got before that only Faye could hear. We get those appearing around Faye's head and it says, there's not room enough for another. And everyone hears it at that point. Uh, I think Carl jumps back and, and goes, who's there? I speak in perfect tandem with the voice and I'm like, it's me. It's the other half of me. Now, Carl, I need you to let me go so I can finish this once and for all. I think the other you just needs a bear hug. Carl, I think we should let her go. I trust you, Faye. You won't let the demon take control. And you know if you do, we will be here to stop you. Supai is staring at Ryder. It's like, no, no, no. She can't. If she dies, we're all fucked. She won't die. Yeah, she will. No, I trust her. I look at both of them and I'm like, you're both right. I won't die, but we are fucked. And Felix, you were wrong to ever believe in me. Because the demon has been me the entire time. And then I step out of the mind sanctuary, back into the room with Mary Louise. How did that voice get in here? It's her demon. I'm leaving, says Sipai. Don't leave yet. We can get you healed. And then we can stop her. I want you to roll to provoke. Faye, it sounded like you confessed a vulnerability or weakness. When you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, give them influence over you and ask if they honestly think there's hope for you. If they say yes, mark potential or clear one box of your doom track. If they say no, mark a condition or mark your doom track. I feel like I probably shared a vulnerability with Ryder, right? Yeah. So, Ryder, do you think there's honestly hope for me? Of course he does. I'm going to clear a box of my doom track. Okay. And, Ryder, that was a nine on that provoke. C. Supai sighs and they just kind of deflate. They look at you and they go, this, this is a lot. We go, we stop her if we have to. One more try and then I'm out. Ryder looks at Supai and says, you've dealt with my dad. You can deal with him. You can deal with anything. Carl, are you in? I'm going to roll to charge my burn. That's a seven, so I have to mark a condition, but add three burn. Okay. You see Carl just uh, scrunch up into a ball, and the ball explodes in fire, and you hear like a familiar voice that you haven't heard in a while, where the voice seems to come from like a thousand places at once, and it's... Uh, it's Myriad, and um, he has the uh, the face of uh, of Smiling Phoenix, and he just goes, I think it's time to go. And he just flies up to Brian and goes, yo, we need a ride now. I'm going to mark angry, by the way. I think that's uh, fairly... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> are all of you heading off? How are you leaving? I just want to get a panel of like you all heading, so I know what you're doing. Overriding oh, the whale. That's that's not in question. 
Yeah, I think that was the idea. And I think Ryder would grab Supai and leap from the ground onto the top of the whale. Oh my god, that is such a paddle. Right, is that thing remote control? Have you climbed out of the whale, or are you still in there with the brain? I, I have to be in there. I love you. You're a delight. And our next panel is Faye back at that door with a hand on the doorknob. I don't think I actually put my hand on the doorknob. I think I stand in front of it, put my hand up, and just like telekinetically open it. I don't think I blast it open. I think it's like a gentle, like I like using telekinesis, like turn the knob and slowly push the door open. So it like creaks really loudly. And it opens up onto the top of the lighthouse. We have like the interior room with the light slowly spinning and then the large railing around the outside. And we have the like sun setting in the background and like storm clouds starting to roll in. We can see lightning in the distance and we see like the silhouette of Mary Louise Rogers standing outside. And then she turns because you could have saved yourself so much trouble. We all know how this is going to end. She'll walk this earth. It's precious that you think that, but you don't scare me anymore, Mary Louise, because now I am stronger than you have ever been. So you have two choices. You can either stop or I will stop you. Just like I stopped your guards and HR and everyone else that has crossed my path. I will not hesitate to tear your throat open and revel in the blood pouring out. She tosses you a cell phone. I look at it. On the screen is a video feed of your mom tied to a chair with uh, two guards of the cult standing next to her. Your move, Faye. All I need to do is buy time. I look up at her and I'm like, you killed my mom once already. Rebecca was a surrogate. She was the woman who raised me, and she was amazing. But you know what? If it's her life versus the life of everyone on this planet, I choose everyone any day. Test me. See if you're wrong. She says the word go, and you hear a gunshot from the phone. Then the feed goes blank. I immediately use Portal to be right behind her, and I slit her throat open. I'm going to have her say one thing before you do that. Great. She says, the next one's Bert. What do you do? I'm going to mark bolster and use an adult move. I want to wield your powers, wield my powers. And I want to, like, using my stained glass magic effect, I want to reach inside of her and shatter her heart. Roll it. This is the most important roll I've ever made. Fuck me. That was a five for our listeners. Okay. Tell me what those panels look like. Can I say how that fails? No, I want you to tell me what it looks like as it succeeds. Okay. I am standing right behind her. I think I portaled right in front of her when I portaled to her. Um, And I'm standing right in front of her. And I put my hand on her chest. And we see a panel of her eyes kind of widen. And in the reflection, we just see the demon standing there. And then we pull back and we just see stained glass just covering her chest. And then the stained glass just like falls away underneath my hand. And then I think 
a couple of things happen. First, I want you to mark a doom. Like a full doom or a doom track? Mark a doom track. Plus the bolstered? Yeah. And I think this is when the whale arrives as this is happening. I look at them as they arrive and I'm like, I have to go save Bert. And then I'm going to use another portal to land in the scene with Bert. We see a, one of your portals rip open in a bathroom and you step through to hear Bert humming to himself in a very foggy shower. Do I have to go all the way through to hear that? I think we get like you stepping halfway through so you can still step back through if you want. He is not in danger. I'm going to tell you that honestly. If, if that's part of your decision. Then I'm not going to step through. Uh, I'm going to step back and then I'm just going to collapse to my knees and scream. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Anthony Sheets and T.P. Huth and edited by Anthony Sheets. Anthony can be found on Twitter at Icy New Year or at IcyNewYear.com. T is the host of Incubator on Air, a new play podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. She can be found at Playwright on Twitter or TPHuth94 on Instagram. Faces is GM by me, Anthony Sheets. Asimov is played by EXPHP. You probably won't find him at It's EXPHP on Twitter, but it's worth a try. Carl is played by Simon Meskins. You can find him on Twitter as Jill Bereka. Faye was played by T. Huth. Ryder Typhon is played by Kaido Kane. Kaido is a Twitch personality and loves their three mischievous cats. You can find them at the Versian on Twitter and as Kaido Kane on Twitch.tv. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. The music in this issue is Black Vortex by Kevin McLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell a friend. Word of mouth and five-star reviews are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. If you'd like to support us financially, check us out on patreon.com slash moonharborheroes. Supporting us there will give you access to bonus episodes each month. And uh, thanks for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.